Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the Boop Show for February 9th, 2021. With Scott and Brian. Welcome to the Boo Show, everybody. It's episode 276, and we're here doing another show. We hope you're all right and doing okay. Brian, what's going on, man? Well, right now, I'm trying to recover from minor dentist oh. altercation. You know what you didn't do? You didn't tell us what you had done. Did you get like a filling? Oh, I just had it. Yeah, I had like a... Okay, so uh, I had an old filling. You know, those old yeah. uh, silver looking feelings uh, wherever they're made out of probably something carcinogenic yeah. uh and so it was like starting to have like some chips out of it yeah apparently those are delicious yeah and uh so <laughs> she she's all like hey we should fix that and i'm like you're probably right yep. and so she went in and she and she redid it but then they you know they took that out and then they put in the nice new stuff that looks like the color of the tooth look like the tooth, yeah. the color of the tooth oh, yeah. yeah the the new the new stuff's definitely better uh all my dental problems come from old silver things from the 80s. Yeah, All pretty of them. much. Pretty yeah, much. it's a bad time. That stuff wasn't meant to last forever. It was meant to, for you to swallow in, the, in your sleep. Yeah, in you're your, not wrong. In your 60s. Yeah, and you just not yeah. notice and not care at that point. And here's mm-hmm. the other thing. Uh, I've only I've only had uh, one gold tooth. I have a gold crown on the back rear wow. that I got when I was like 18 oh, or 19. Yeah. That right. thing is as solid as a freaking rock. Yeah, gold is... Gold is gold, man. It's gold teeth is where it's at. It, it looks blingy, but it's also very effective. I think it's it's too bad that we value it like it's this really precious like rock and everything. Because I think that it right. should be used more for dental work than it is. Because <laughs> it's just very expensive. You might like I get some of that fool's gold. Yeah. You're gonna put some fool's gold in your face. I don't think that'll work. I don't think it has the same consistency. But maybe you're right. I don't know. Hey, uh, it's good to have you all here. Uh, welcome back to the show. We got a few things going on. I did want to make a quick mention about Nicholas in uh, Iowa. Uh, he sent Nick. something in I just had to share. Let me pull this up here. Nick, so Nick, 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 Nick in Iowa made a really cool Battletoads custom arcade machine. Uh, oh. Chatroom will be seeing this now as I put these oh, photos I up. I like it. Yeah, he did this all himself. He made um, it custom? Like, okay, so like, you know, we all cheat and say, oh, I made these biscuits from scratch. But what you really did, you took some Bisquick and you did it. Did this dude, like, he's out in the shop and he's cut yeah. all this stuff? Yeah, all that stuff, man. He's the real deal. Look at that thing. There's nobody ever made one That's of these. That's insane. Yeah. I love it. But I mean, he didn't, his- like, he didn't take like a modified version of another thing and then make it. I mean, which is still an amazing feat. No, amazing this is feat. like a Battletoads original here. No, this, didn't, this isn't how that arcade looked at all. And look at those stools. Got a little Pac-Man one. Yeah. I don't know what that other one is. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. They, they, I see these pop up at uh, our local TJ Maxx from time to time. We'll have arcade stools uh, and other 
things like yeah. that. I have a I have a Darth Vader and a Stormtroopers set. Oh yeah, how's that uh, treating you? It's going all right. The, these these stools are very uh, attractive looking, mm-hmm. uh, but are not good for sitting. Ah, uh, gotcha. I understand that. Well, the beauty of this but is he shared it with us, and we wanted to share it with you. So people at home who can't see this, it's just this beautiful battle toads. Battle machine. battle toads. If and you that, like battle I wonder toads, why battle toads? Why battle toads? If you like battle toads, then you make a battle toads machine. Like I don't. I like battle toads, but you? I'm just curious. You know why not? Why not go with the X Men or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Or, well, you know, or the Simpsons. Any game. other beat em up? Good one. Yeah, any of those other ones. Um, I don't know. Battle toads probably holds a special place for him. If it were me, I would have probably gone. Oh, those endless beat em ups. I, I'm trying to think what I like the most. I would have to have a gauntlet cabinet. Yeah. Not a question. Yeah, probably gauntlet. And I'd want to do my own art and stuff. I'd really want to screw around with that cabinet. Every once yeah. in a while, I get right up to the edge of wanting to do something cool like this. And then I pull back because I don't have time. <laughs> no, then you realize it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to spend 200 hours on a project that I'll probably only play for about 20 minutes and be like, I'm going back inside to my 3080 yeah. and uh, play modern games now. <laughs> or, or fire up MAME and have ridiculous Thanks. overpowered MAME session. Yeah. Right. There's a lot know. to be said for creating real life role playing mm-hmm. where you get to go, hey, look, now I have, I've always wanted an arcade in my basement. And look, I've made my own arcade. It is very satisfactory. Yeah. It's very satisfactory. Or you can just go play Satisfactory, which is also a very good game. Which is also great. Hey, I heard you beat a Good Night Story. I wanted to quickly touch on that. You talked about it on the show, but now you've beaten it. Do you still feel fondly for it or uh, how that? Yeah. I, I started playing this uh, match three battle game before. Uh, Christmas, you know, it was, it was, it was one of those games. It's like, Oh, I got to play something when I'm sitting there dealing with all the trash, Yeah, you know, and I want to get away. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I did. And, and this game wants, this game so badly wants you to pay money. It's absolutely. Don't they all the, uh, yeah. I mean, so the random number generator, it's like playing a claw machine. (laughs) Can you, can you beat the claw machine? The one at yeah. the Denny's, maybe the one at the Denny's, maybe. Right. Maybe you can, <laughs> but it's got to be ready to pay out. Yeah. So if that thing ain't ready to pay out, yeah. it don't matter if you got all the skills in the world, it ain't paying out. And so that's how Good Night Story is. You'll. That's the one frustrating part about it is most of it feels random, re, random generated. Yeah. But then you'll get to a certain area and it feels very much like uh, you're being manipulated. Yeah, but, I don't want that. I, I never, I never, whenever that would happen, mm-hmm. whenever I would get to a place where it's just like, no, you're not going to do it here. Yeah. yeah. I would just go back and play the ones that only two starred because this is one of those ratings, one, two, three stars. And oh, I said, yeah. well, I'll just get the three star achievements favorite. on it. I just like the game loop. Yeah. And that's what I did. And eventually I earned enough small gold coins that I could just buy my way on through. Uh, the final boss battle against the dragon. So good night story. It's a great match three. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. It was I'm glad. probably well, never beat played it. again. You're, you're dumb. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> um, also, we got a, we got a uh, YouTube comment that I wanted to read to you. It's pretty funny. Uh, I'm not going to give the guy's name because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to drag the dude, but he said, how much money does someone have to pay for Brian never to wear that bunny hat again? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some, there's some polarization around the rabbit hat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, 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 there's the one side that's like, wear the rabbit hat. Yeah. And the other side's like, oh my God, 
don't wear the rabbit Never hat. Wear the rabbit Most hat people again. just could care less. Yeah, right? well, a lot of people in the chat, like right now, we got we got they're all pro bunny hat. So yeah. I guess if you're if you're a stream watcher, you like the bunny hat. <laughs> if you're a catch the archive on YouTube person, you don't like the bunny hat. So maybe that's just the difference. The Twitch and the YouTube yeah. uh, uh, culture is a little clash right there with Brian's bunny hat. Yeah, I yep. think I think Twitch people are typically more open to new experiences, where the YouTube people are a little bit angry. But that's okay. That's that's yeah. what they're supposed to do. I mean, they're they're that's that's their role. Is that their right? job in the modern internet? That's their mad. role. To I mean, if, if you ever read comments on the YouTube channel, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I certainly have. <laughs> I deleted their, uh, their three whole, of them today. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, that, their whole role is to make sure that we keep it straight. Yeah. Right. That's right. Well, no yes. BS, baby. Sure. No or, BS. or all BS. I can't tell which it is. It's either BS. no yeah, BS or nothing but BS. No, they they put so much BS that you can't squeeze any more BS in there. That's the thing. <laughs> it's swimming in it. Um. All right. Swimming in it. Let's get to our games this week. We got a couple of dandies, and let's start with this. My first game is one that I've actually played for a couple of weeks. Wanted to get some additional time with it. Also, there was a big patch that came out and I wanted to share uh, my experience with the game post that patch because, um, well, you know, with these games, sometimes they're in early access and they're not done yet and you want to be able to kind of show off the best parts of it. The game I played is called Arcanium Rise of Akon. I see I've already, you know, I complain about bad names. Yeah. This is a this is a good name. Oh, you opinion. like this name, do you? I like oh. this name. All it right. makes a statement. Well, you'll also like this really great art style this this uh, thing has. So let me let me uh, give you the background on it. Um, I know you're some people out there are going to be tired of these. I'm personally not, especially when there's a new spin on it. But these uh, slay the spire likes deck builders, mm. if you will, uh, where you go out there with a deck and you take on. Uh, Sort of randomized you pull out enemies your big and big old deck in you. <laughs> yeah, swinging your deck around, swinging your deck around. Yeah, getting the biggest deck you can. Yeah, I always want to be the guy with the biggest deck. And, yeah. Uh, anyway, you, your goals are to you know kill stuff, get loot, move on to the next thing. You never know how hard they're going to be. You might unlock some cool um, relics or whatever that give you bonuses throughout the playthrough, and eventually you'll run into a vendor and he'll sell you stuff, or it's a uh, an experience that you have to like RPG yourself through to get to the next level or whatever. There's an overworld, kind of a grid, uh, hexagonal sort of, uh, or hexagonal, hexagonal. How do you say it? Hexagonal or hexagonal? Hexagonal. Hexagonal. Just call it. Just call it the hex. But you say that's Reese's. What they, that's what they do in the Wandavision. But you say Reese's pieces, so I'm not sure I can count on your. Uh, do I always here. say Reese's pieces? You I'm pretty inconsistent do. with my consistency on the Reese's pieces. <laughs> Oh, you just did it. You just called it Reese Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, it's got like that kind of overworld thing. And as you jump around these square or these hexes, you'll uh, have different things you got to do. And again, this is it's never the same uh, based on your run through. Uh, the battle hex is the ones with a cross, a pair of cross swords. It tells you what kind of creatures you're going to have to fight and then plops you down. Now, when, th- when they plop the cards down, and you get to the battle space. It looks a lot like you know, Hearthstone or something so Hearthstone, Hearthstone-like. Yeah. But it's really nothing like Hearthstone. The way it works is you've got three heroes and you chose these heroes before you came in out of your grouping of whatever you've unlocked. And uh, all the heroes in this game are, are animals. It's a very f- furry-friendly 
uh, yeah. sort of arrangement. Uh, the the <laughs> big tank guy's a lion. That fox is like a, a rogue. This uh, whatever she gotta is, be a rogue. she's like a magic lady. Is that um, a rabbit? Rabbit's got to be a magic lady, maybe, right? I'm not sure what she is. She's like a little Kamisha cat, maybe. I don't know. No, um, magic cat. That makes sense. Yeah, magic cat. Um, and then you you basically decide. And, oh, sorry. And underneath each one of these heroes, they've got their hit points and their magic points and stuff. You can see above. And below them, they have their the cards that come out of your deck that let you do things. Now, normally when you're a single hero in something like Slay the Spire, you'll have one card and it's, you know, do slashing damage or whatever it happens to be. Well, you get to basically do this three times. Um, and you set the attacks up before they launch. So you can kind of say, all right, I want to have him do that and do this. Some of the guys can fight diagonally. Some can only fight straight ahead. Sometimes you want to move your character, which you can do to better position it for... Uh, the fight with uh, whatever the right. creature is, exactly. So there's a bunch of strategy going on there that makes this different. That's the one thing. They're not lanes, per se, but in some ways they behave like lanes um, in that they're, well, they're, you know, the characters are straight ahead and whoever they're, whoever they're going toward is, is their main opponent. But you can do stuff to, like, change up who's attacking who and when. Um, and then also, is this all real? Is this all real time or is this turn based? It's, it's like turn based. Turn. It's all turn based. based. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to tell by looking at this, but you end your turn yeah. and he does his turn, and then so on and so forth. Um, it's just like a new wrinkle on that formula, and I really yeah. enjoyed it so far. Um, what I liked about the most recent patch, which is why I held off, was previous to that patch, it felt a little quiet. Is the best way I can say this. Graphically, it's one of the better looking one of these kinds of games. Oh yeah. Looks really, really nice, game. really pops, just a very pretty game. But it was very clear from the get-go that that part has plenty of people on staff. And this part of the staff that's missing is people working on sounds <laughs> because <laughs> there is hardly anything. <laughs> like attacks would just make no noise at all. Some attacks would just be kind of blunt and, and lame. Um, kind of takes you out important. of it, right? It is important. That's very important in a battle card game because you need that immersion that something's actually happening because there's a lot of just sitting, right? Yeah. yeah. Now keep in mind, here's the here's the beauty. They're in early access. It's already a very great playing game. This latest patch added a ton of that stuff. So, I don't have any fears about the final game. Um, but at that stage before this recent patch, it was just a little on the quiet side, which is weird. Right. Uh, not so much now. Lots of explosions and loud sounds and and stuff like that. I captured a little bit of it. It's nothing fancy, but you can hear some of this. So here's here's a little bit. the Ragnarok patch out. The what? Yeah, the Magnarok patch. Ooh, yeah, the Ragnarok. Write that down. Okay, check this out. Fireball. We got here. Oh, more fire. How about this one? Oh, oh, he's stabbing, gets stabbing Ooh. him with some sort of stabby weapon. Ooh. Anyway, music's very nice. That was already good, but um, sound effects have definitely improved with this patch, and they continue to have a pretty robust roadmap with lots of updates. Very active developer, uh, something I Who admire. Who is the developer? Uh, this is, hold on, Super Combo Incorporated is making oh, the game. Incorporated. Yeah, they're incorporated. There's not an LLC here. No sole proprietorship. Yeah. They're incorporated. They got a couple and, of games uh, here, too. The publisher is Rogue Games Incorporated. I don't know much about either of these entities. I, I have some games from Rogue Games, the publisher. They've sent me some things before. Oh, very nice. I think I bought this, though, didn't I? Yeah, I did. You, it looks like you bought this $16.99. Does Correct. that sound? $16.99. $16.99. Uh, came out on the 8th of uh, December, so it's still pretty new. 
And uh, but it's still in early access even now. So I mean, oh, yeah. this oh, yeah. this price could go up once it gets. Closer. Yeah, my my guess is this thing ends up at nineteen ninety nine or something. That's that's right. probably where they'll launch one at. But their current description says Arcanum or Arcanium rather is an ambitious single player story driven strategy card adventure that merges the roguelike everyone loves and deck building genres into a new and exciting method or way. Uh, control a party of three heroes on a treacherous journey to save the world from Arzu or the world of oh. Arzu from destruction. You know Arzu. Arzu. <laughs> uh, and uh, now is Arzu like the uh, the the alligator uh, swamp looking guy that's on the cover art? No, Arzu's the planet. It's the world you live in. Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, world of I'm sorry. I read that wrong. Yeah, yeah it's like the Arzu. it's like the it's like Azeroth in World of Warcraft or something. It's I like got their, you. I read that wrong. The realm or whatever. Um, anyway, if you like animal, really cool animal art, fantasy art, this thing is chock full of that. This is beautiful. I mean, yeah. and like you said, it's it's. And they're humanized, right? Oh yeah, they're not. They're not just like animals on all fours. They're they're um, like warriors. They still warriors. have. It's not just like animal head on man body. It's like right. They still, you know, the bear looks like a bear, but they're. Well, what's it? The, what's this remind the me? The style of? reminds me of For the King. I don't know if you remember the the artwork in For the King. Yeah, but, but For the King, you were just people in that, weren't you? No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Thinking, wait, 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 wait. Maybe I'm not thinking before. Oh, wait, you're thinking, wait, I know I was you're talking about of. that today. I think about of, the other thing. Thinking uh, of more, 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 king more, 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 Pumba. Uh not Return of the King. <laughs> it's not the King's not the word. It's a bunch of animals. No, yeah. not Kingdoms of Amalur. Gosh dang it. I know exactly what I'm sorry. You're talking I should have put King in it, but it's uh yeah, it's 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 the king is going mad and it's uh, it's all animal themed. Yeah. And yes, it's Choplifter nailed it. Animal Crossing also <laughs> nailed it. Nailed None it. Of those Red are Wall, right. you got it. Nailed the chat it. room nailed is it. the chat room is terrible today. You guys don't know any names. Hold on. We're gonna look it up. Furry frenzy. Got it. Um, <laughs> animals, video game, board game, because it plays like a board game. Um, it does. It's exactly a board game. Oh, what's it called? Fred. I, uh, I have this. See. I used to give away codes for this. All the time. Not Oh, my God. What's it called? I don't know. You know, but the thing is, you know exactly what I I'm talking exactly about. Exactly what you mean, and I know why you got them confused. There's a big similarity. But here. the art style is is reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah. When we finally figure it out, is uh, came oh out my in 2015. God. By the way, 2015. Frogger, Frog, not Frogger. The game that we're talking about came out in 2015. That I know. That's right. all I know. Okay, so board game, and it plays like a board game. I don't know madness. if it's based on one, but it plays like one. Uh, was uh, it's highly regarded. It's uh, people like it. <laughs> Ultimate Chicken Horse. That's not it. I can find it's yeah, like between it two castles and cars. Oh come on, uh, you people! This is, this, why is this one so hard? I'm really disappointed. I can't believe this one is like. I it's like Athamelia. Armelio, Armelio, that's Ar- it. Armelio, Armelo, Armelo, not Armelio, Armelo. Yeah. Okay. Armelo. Oh my God. So it's like Armelo. <laughs> okay. Well, that is not. That reminds yeah. me of Armelo. Yeah, it does remind me of that too. I, I, it's a fair comparison. Uh, oh I really like it. The twist in the gameplay makes it 
uh, different from all the others, and it's beautiful to look at, and I think sounds better now with this patch. And they seem to be building a really cool game. So one to keep your eye on if you don't want to jump at it now. Definitely uh, keep your eye out for Arcanium Rise of Hakan, which is A-K-H-A-N, like a con, like Wrath of Khan. Okay, that's how yeah. that is. You don't need just if I think if you spell just Arcanium, I think you'll find it. You'll I be fine. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of Arcanium. You it's search for the PC. Uh, it's on Steam. Seventeen dollars. Yeah. Uh, anywhere else? Hold on. Is it on Epic? It might be. Uh, uh, it could be on Epic. Let me find out. Super Combo looks pretty invested into Steam, though. I think yeah. it may just be there. I think you're right. At least during early access, it'll probably just be there. This is one I could see ending up on Switch and mobile and a bunch of other Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, All these kind of Absolutely. games work well on that stuff. So anyway, that's a good one. Check it out. Again, the name, Arcanium, Rise of Akan. Brian, tell Arcanium. me about Rat. Sorry, Rat. Rat. Ratatouille. Tupolius. Wait, what is this? Ratropolis. Metropolis. So imagine, imagine a metropolis, a oh. metropolis once upon a time, Ratropolis called yeah. Retropolis. Got it. The Retropolis, uh, metropolis was a grand place for many of the uh, the radicents of this world uh, to to experience uh, great growth in money, collecting of gold <laughs> and science. What are you talking about? However, oh, these rats, you're saying. These rats were really into uh, Yeah, look, there's prosperity. a whole story here. So okay. we got this whole rat backstory coming in in comic book style, and it's like, okay, we're doing this stuff, we're doing really good, and then they got greedy. Yeah. They wanted to touch the face of God. So, you know, they did some scientific experiments, and next thing you know, they got the plague going on, and so now we have our disheveled ratisans. And they're trying to recreate the world through settlements. Did and we, that's where you come in. Did we mean to have animal start, ba- two animal-based games today? Did we accidentally do that? We have two animal-based games. Not only that, my game is also a roguelike. It oh, is weird. also a deck builder. But no way, the cool. styles are vi- vastly different. Okay. Vastly different. This is a, a side-scrolling uh, setup. It has a it has a, a a bit of tower defense. I would argue that the tower defense. Shush! I would argue that the tower defense is more in line uh, with the, the 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 pacing and the timing and the setting and the play is more akin to like Age of Empires when you're playing against the AI. You have to collect resources as quickly as possible, uh, set up uh, barricades to keep out. Uh, the the AI which is on its way, uh, and you just have to kind of stop them. And okay. you never stop. You never really stop. You just keep going. It's real time strategy. You just keep on keeping on. Okay. Uh, I hate. I hate. Start, the, I can't stand the idea of building forts to keep people out. But keep going. I'm still right. Interested. Right. Going. I. It, it comes in waves, and it's not. It's not overly asinine, and it's not endless either. There, yeah. There's there's a cutoff point. Uh, the first time you play. You'll get uh, you'll get a uh, to go through the first thirty waves yeah. of enemies approaching, and you have two lanes in this, and the two lanes that are involved in this two dimensional plane is going to be an east side and a west side where your initial uh, barricades are that you'll be pushing back uh, and keeping out the hordes sure. that are trying to constantly attack you when you first start. The hordes that are trying to attack you are the reg plats or the reg plats. The, the plague rats. Oh, plague rats. The plague rats. <laughs> All right. 
I like so it. the rats that were part of this mutation and, and disease, they're outside your settlement and they're trying to get in. That's the first couple of waves. They're fairly easy to defeat. You'll be defeating them by improving your settlement's area, kind of like a city builder style. And you'll be doing all of that, working through an economy, uh, building, and military through cards. So those cards are, you get, a, you get an initial deck when you first start playing. You pick a leader or an advisor. That determines what deck you get. You get uh, so many cards that are basic for everybody. And this is uh, running in real time, as best I can tell, right? Like this is not. Oh, a it is all real affair. time. There okay. is there is a pause button, but that's it. There's no save. You can uh-huh. you can pause, but when it pauses, it pauses everything. You can't like you know you can't analyze the situation. I'm just gonna take a look over here and see what's going on. No, you put on pause. That mess is on pause. Pause. I get it because rats have pause. I get it. That's right. They got pause, baby. Yeah, I understand. They got pause. Mm-hmm. So they got paused to question why you're even here. Uh, so Retropolis, like I said, you're part of you're managing your city managing these Radisons. They pay taxes that collects the gold. You use the gold to uh, make use of your cards, to build things, to recruit troops, to assign to uh, the outer walls so that when these waves come in, you can beat them back. Hopefully. This game is hard to start and harder to master. <laughs> hard to start, guess. harder to master. Wow. Yeah. So it's You're really okay. So when I first played this, when I first played it, I was like, oh man. But in true roguelike for fashion, you know, you're you're meant to die because you're gonna die, but you're still gonna upgrade because you're gonna gain some experience. You're gonna take uh when you die. Uh the first time you play, I only made it through like Three waves. The first, I don't even know if I made it three, through three waves. I may have only made it through two waves. And they, they get inside your, once they get inside your, uh, past your barricades, all they do is they essentially just walk up to your, your little, uh, primary campsite and they just blast it. It takes no time, no time at all. So it's boom and you're done. And uh, so you're playing, you'll think you're playing really good. And next thing you know, the game can turn like, like in a second. And, uh, but you do by losing, gain experience yeah. and unlock more cards so that the next time you go in, you can maybe make a few better choices. You start unlocking more advisors. When you first start, you only get a merchant advisor and he's good because he helps you. Uh, he helps you give buffs that uh, help you get gold a little faster, which is a, a real helpful thing when you first start. It's interesting. There's um, always like civilization advisors or something where they're trying to they tell are. you the best thing to do at what time or whatever. That's cool. Right. And they don't, they don't really communicate with you much. They just kind of, they just kind of sit in the background. They give you the buff that you need. Um, you can upgrade those guys. Uh, you can upgrade the structures. So there's a good bit of city building management here too. And I mean, you have to you have to manage your Radisons too because you have to build houses. If you, I'm sorry, they're called uh, Radisons. Is that what we're calling them? They're called Radisons. Everything in this Scott so like citizens, but Radisons. Everything in this game falls into the rat. Motif. Oh yeah, I can tell they're really into the rats. Rat Ratopolis. Right. Sorry, rat. Why can't R- I say that word? Retopolis. Retopolis. Don't you don't you don't try try don't try not to put the rat too hard in there. It's just Retropolis. Retropolis. It's, it's, like Metropolis, yeah. like but just saying it wrong. Like yeah, you could but say, it, I cannot say it right. Exactly. You could say you could say a uh rusty metropolis and accidentally say retropolis because you mix the two words up. 
or saying right. musty retropolis. Now I got it. It's in now. I'm good. Now this game, like I said, at first blush, you're like, oh, this is silly. Just some characters moving around the screen. I'm doing a little bit of management. But man, the depth to which the possibilities that that happen yeah. as you go along, as you play, increases. There's over 500 cards at it's this point. Of cards, geez. Yeah, over 500 cards at this point. That would that would be military cards, uh, labor cards. Uh, there's there's different mil- uh, building cards and warrior cards, I believe, something like that. It's it's in those in those genres. Anyway. I like this weather. Uh, there's I like a weather lot effects. of modifications. The weather effects are cool that I'm seeing right now. Weather I'm effects are really cool, and uh, this is me playing, by the way. Okay. Uh, and and I'm doing okay. Uh, you'll notice I, I'll well, pick up a card. Here comes the tower defense it. part. There's guys shooting arrows at the big monster creatures, and yeah. and, and yeah. now I'm out. I'm out. But this is a tower defense. But you're kind of in <laughs> you're in control of the tower defense part. Like I said, it'd be like playing Age of Empires and getting mad that. Someone's attacking your wall and you haven't got your priest over there yet to go and, you know, and to change it over. Yeah. You know, it's no big deal. After you beat the troops back, by the way, when a wave ends, they'll, they'll, there's generally a some loot that you can get. You can usually choose between more cards or discarding cards, getting a pack that allows you to have more expansion, which I haven't even talked about here. You can expand uh, your territory uh, at these points. So if you were to scroll further to the left or to the right, you would notice there would be another uh, pike area where you can expand and put another fence out there and upgrade that fence too, by the way. Well, and yeah, so I have a, I have an idea. there's a lot of real-time management. And I didn't want to play that the game like that when no. I started. At first, I was like, oh, I want to sit around. You know, I want to look at this card. And I want to see what the effect is. I'm going to look over there because this card says it takes 20 gold and it takes two Radisons or it's going to tie up those two Radisons during the time that it's going to perform this 60 second act to, you know, get me this gold. And I'm like, all right, got that. By the time I'm like really playing this game, I'm just you come up with a plan before you even start. It's like, okay, when I see the pottery card, I need to play it first because every time I play it, it says I get 10 gold for every card in my hand. Yeah. So if you play that last, you're screwing yourself. So you got to play it first. Yeah. Then you have cheese cards and all the cheese cards are good for is discarding to get gold. And gold is important because you use it up really quick. Yeah. Applying it to these cards. Yeah. So uh, this game sucked me in. I, I played hours and hours of this game and it says this, how long to beat is 10 hours. Uh, I think the replayability on it is pretty good. At 500 cards. I've heard the replayability was not so good last year when there was only about 100 or 150 cards or so. Yeah. But it's, it's gotten uh, way more complex as you add those layers. And they're doing a pretty good job of balancing it. As I think the reviews will tell you on Steam, it's getting pretty very positive uh, on all reviews as well as recent reviews. Came out December the 22nd, 2020. Currently on Steam for seventeen nineteen nine. Not a bad deal. This just in. Sorry, I got to put some breaking news. Uh, Claire Gack in the chat room says, "Can I just say, as a first time boop watcher, Brian is as cute as he sounds." Uh, Hubba hubba, Brian. (laughs) Hubba hubba. You ought to see me when I got my rabbit hat on. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Then it's just a lot more to that. Yep. 
this is the, the th- thank you. That was very nice. Uh, the developer and publisher is Castle Games. I haven't seen anything else from these guys. They've been working on this game for a, a couple of years now. So I think I think they're I think this deal is pretty good. Mm. I've enjoyed Retropolis, but like I said, if you are easily frustrated and I don't know. I, I don't know if the tower defense part would would kill it for you, Scott. To yeah. me, it didn't feel like the kind of tower defense that I don't like. It felt like the tower do, defense. There, was, there's some elements okay. of tower defense and in, in, uh, monster train. And as I, as everyone knows, I ended up really liking monster train. And uh, right. it wasn't what they I mean, just using the words tower defense didn't do that game any favors because it just kind of put me off until I tried it. But once I did, I went. Oh, this is what they mean. This isn't really tower defense. It's a whole new way of sure you're defending something, but it's not really tower defense where you right. set everything up and then hit go and see how you do. And same with this. You're doing a bunch of other real-time actions while this is all going on and you control it. It's not yeah. happening autonomously. So I am I'm still it. over here collecting resources, managing my my rats, looking through cards while they're attacking my fences. And I'll come up if I think things are going bad because you can hear it. It's pretty, it's pretty descript in uh, what's going on. I'll say that the music is is really well. I liked it. It's the really voiceover well, yeah. also really well the intro video ends very abruptly i wish they would finish it because it has kind of a nice little world building aspect to it and you can hear that if you play that first retropolis yeah let's play some uh, of that file i've got this one here for uh some sounds there's a little bit of narration at the top it kind of cracked me up to be honest here it yeah. is yeah retropolis the ancient metropolis granted us safety and prosperity i feel like somebody's friended this however our greed bred more greed and in the end, a terrible experiment caused apocalypse. Wow, he's a he's a deep thinker, that rat man. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I th- I felt like for the flavor of the art. By the way, the art style. Yeah, it's okay. It's not. It reminds me of some uh, '90s indie comics. Is what it reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But you certainly wouldn't go, well, look how polished that looks. It doesn't look that polished, and it's fine. It really lends itself to the to the kind of the cuteness of the game. Uh, it's on mobile. It looks like it might be on mobile just from some of the interface I, elements. I would think it could be on mobile, but it actually gets pretty complicated. You don't think it would be, but I had to play it with a keyboard because I thought about playing it with a, a, a controller. Mm-hmm. But there really is a lot of things you have to click on and move and manage. And it's not just like, go click on this, go click on that. Lots of times it's drag this, drag that, click this, uh, bump back quickly to this other side, hit another button so you can reshuffle your deck, hit another button so you can uh, respin some other things. Oh, by the way, here's a mini game uh, that you can play, uh, which I always Oh, mini games, eh? All right. Yeah, a bunch of little mini games. There's a little pop-ups from the center. This game just keeps going. You will never be playing this game and going, oh, I guess I don't have nothing to do now. No, you're constantly going, oh, my God, I got to go, go, go. Each session, uh, on average, from what I've played and what I've seen other people play, is somewhere between 30 to 45 minutes to get to uh, the 30 wave. At every 10, the wave changes. The first 10, uh, according to the environment or the biome you pick, like I, I pick, uh, I think this one is the... Um, I think it's the beach biome. Yeah, it is the beach biome. Um, if you pick that one, then you have certain bad guys who show up. And I think their start out in the first 10 are going to be all 
uh, plague rats of various sizes. You got you got some that are stronger than others. Uh, but then the second wave, I think, is weasels. Uh, and they have their own little thing, Uh-oh. and then you got to fight the Weasel King. I don't. He's no, a real dick. No Weasel King yeah. for me. Forget the, it. Now I'm with really all out. the Weasel, weasel King is a real dick. He's a real Weasel. Um, <laughs> and then, then finally, the Salamanders show up after that. They look like dinosaurs. Salamanders. The Salamanders show Dude, up. Your I think game's they, a I horror think show, man. Like I don't want to play this horror show of a video right. game. It sounds terrible. So, at the every at the end of every wave is basically uh, the final wave of each each section is is a boss, usually. And so you kind of got an idea of, of what you need to do to get lined up. There is some problems with the game, uh, like the, the randomness of which way they come. So you can actually have two waves coming on one side. Yeah. So you don't always have like one wave on the left, one wave on the right, and staggered or anything else. You could end up with two waves and right. As a matter of fact, I've played plenty of times where I have nothing but right waves and nothing coming on the left-hand side. So I'm like stocking up my left-hand side, wasting resources over there, sure. and I'm getting hammered on the other side. And uh, so that can be a little bit frustrating, but I think they're, they're constantly working on this game. They're still working on it all the time to developers. And so they, they take feedback, as far as I can tell. Yeah. And uh, if, if there's a balancing problem, you can you can work with them. I think they'll if it's something this is is part of the community and the part of the community thinks it's a problem. I think they'll get taken care of. I'll pop back to the controls I talked about for a minute. Overall, they work well. They're kind of complicated though. There's a lot of different things you got to be aware of and on top of. The interface could be better. Uh, there's a glossary of bad characters. There's a glossary on your characters on the 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 uh, the advisors on everything, but it's inaccessible inside the game mm. when you're actually playing. Right. I don't like that. I wish I could. I wish I could pop into that because sometimes I'm like trying to plan. I'm like, oh, those weasel. I think this is the biome where the weasels come, and I need to look because some of those certain types of those weasels carry bombs, and those bombs can go over top of my walls, <sighs> and if I don't fortify a secondary wall behind it. I'll get screwed. Are you telling me there are bomb weasels? Is that also what you're saying? There are bomb weasels. Bullshit. Bomb, bitty, 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 bomb. And so, bullshit game. That that makes me mad because I can't access the glossary. I'm like, if you just let me do that, just pop in a pause, look at the glossary so I can kind of make at least a little bit of decision. But it doesn't. This game, like, just wants to keep on rolling. And also, you'll notice that the cards are down at the bottom of the screen. Uh, And when you click them, uh, they should pop up and zoom into your face so you can see its effect in case you forget the effect. Yeah. Maybe it's a new card just picked up and you haven't don't remember the effect. It's not always easy. Sometimes when you click it, the card ducks instead of coming closer to you and you can't see what it says. That's and no like, good. I don't know what the effect is. How right. am I supposed to kill uh, bomb weasels with that happening? You, you, know you I mean? can't. So it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen occasionally. And if I'm a good guy, I'm going to report these things. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to write some stuff up in, in the forum post. Oh, that's very nice. Get a little good feedback. Yeah, little feedback. Hey, these guys sent Castle Games, uh, sent me this game code uh, for review. So I appreciate them sending it over and let me check it out. I will give this thing an 8.5 Plague Rats out of 10 Plague Rats. Wow. Would return from the dead to play again. Wow. Which, by the way, I there was uh, there's like these randomized events that happen when you expand your territory or sometimes yeah. just because. 
and it'll, it will give you stuff like, oh, uh, some of your warriors returned with the plague. Do you turn them out? Do you try to heal them? And that cost money, gold, like maybe half your gold or, you know, option three. And so I was like, eh, I don't have any gold, so I'm just going to turn them out. Oh, boy, that was a mistake because yeah. those mothers came back and they came back hard in yeah. large numbers. Yeah, like they're, like uh, they're so going to do. You can screw yourself over quite quickly. Well, it's an interesting combo. Uh, let's see how that thing develops. Uh, by the way, I forgot to review mine or give you my score. Arcanium Rise of Econ. I'm going to give it six anthropomorphic wizard cats out of ten. And that number could go higher because they're just in early access. I think that game could be yeah, an eight by the six time out of ten. Now I feel like I now I feel like I gave too many for mine, but I, I think it's pretty. I, I think my game's pretty polished. It's it's pretty close. We're just talking about balance at this point, sure, right? Sure. That, that, that's like an eternal thing. Yeah, this you game never will need balancing for the for all of eternity. For until no one works on it anymore, it needs balancing. That's right. How that'll go. Yeah, I understand yeah. completely. All right. Well, well done. Uh, those are our two games this week. Again, just to repeat them, uh, Brian played Retropolis. I played Arcanium Rise of Akon. You can find those both on Steam and other places as well. Okay. Time for us to play a game. Whoops. Where is it? It's a me, Mario. <laughs> We're going to play a game called Guess My Game, where we Guess take it. audio from an old game in the past and we play it for each other and we try to trick each other into not knowing what the name of the game is. But uh, we've been getting kind of lucky lately with uh, guessing. Let's see if this uh, sticks. Yeah. I always play a sub game. It's called Remember the Game That I Put In Here. <laughs> <laughs> you have your own little um, little metagame going on? Yeah, a little metagame. Okay. It's like, uh, oh, I can't wait to see if Scott can guess what it is. Yeah. I can't wait to see what I if I can remember what it was. Yeah, that's, a, that's never a good thing. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll begin, and my hint to you is it's 2002. Right. Uh, this is a PC game, although probably ended up on consoles. I played it on PC, so... Um, I'm not going to be able to tell you. I'm sure it was on other consoles. I could look it up, but that's all I'm going to say. Let's also say say. it was historically important. Oh, historically important. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's... (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So here it is. See if you can guess. Right here. Where is it? Here it is. Lieutenant Powell, I'm Colonel Hargrove from the Office of Strategic Services, the OSS. Our branch specializes in covert operations, usually deep behind enemy lines. Espionage... Sabotage, infiltration. That's the business we're in, Lieutenant. As you know, Germany's famed Africa Corps has captured key locations along the southern coast of the Mediterranean and is now digging in. Our response, in coordination with our British allies, is an invasion of North Africa. The attack is codenamed Operation Torch. All right. Any ideas or guesses? Well, it's definitely a military game, and it happens to be that this guy is showing them a slideshow. So you're uh-huh. getting prepared for an invasion-type situation. Okay. Now, that doesn't narrow it down much because there's a lot of games. So I'm going to need you to tell me what years they were again. 2002. 2002. It was now, a- in 2002, personally, <laughs> I was playing the Battlefield series. Let's find out if it's Battlefield. Hold on. Bat- oh, I can't find my buzzer. Here it is. Is it? Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Here it is. Is it Battlefield? Incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. This is too early for Call of Duty, and it doesn't sound something like that. It sounds more like... Uh, this sounds more like Battlefield. I can't I can't place it. Well, but it you're feels, so it close. It feels more Battlefieldish to me. You're very close. 
but I'm going to tell you no cigar. Uh, the game is Medal of Honor Allied Forces. Ah, oh, Medal of Honor. I, ne- of oh, Honor. I only played like part three of Medal of Honor. I never played the oh. original ones. Oh, well, let me tell you this. Medal of Honor, Al- I'm sorry, Allied Assault, not Forces. Uh, Allied Assault is one of the great story-based war shooter games ever made. Mm. Do not go look it up now, though, because it's ugly. You thought it was pretty then. It isn't. It is <laughs> nasty ass. It looked bad. But it's 2002. We were just sort of getting our heads around this stuff, right? Uh, I mean, how many? It's not even like six years from Quake. Like right. we, we were still in the very young age of this sort of 3D first-person shooter stuff. Um, but and This is called Medal of Honor what now? Is Medal it? of Honor Allied Assault. Okay. And it may have ended up on uh xbox ps2 all that i don't know but i know it was on pc because that's where i played it uh, i i do remember this cover art i never had this one yeah and i played it in uh, on a windows me machine <laughs> oh and it crashed on me a lot not because of the game but well, because millennium uh, edition was garbage and uh a piece of shit uh, let's just be honest about it. Windows ME was based on NT technology, if I remember Sort correctly. of, but Is it was right? just janky. Like, it wasn't ready yeah, for was, prime time. It had problems yeah, too much. If anybody ever used server, uh, if you ever used Windows NT, that thing had a propensity to crash like nothing you've ever seen. Yeah. You could have a crash on Windows NT that would just be an absolute impossibility to recover. And Windows ME was based on that, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I Something like that was or maybe going that was on. 2000. They were trying to translate it to be like, here's a true 32-bit operating system for, yeah. for home users or whatever. But it was just poop, and it was an unfortunate thing. 98 was much more stable. However, uh, Microsoft didn't XP, have a lot of competition baby, back all then. the way. They didn't have much competition, so they weren't trying very hard, basically. Um, best Windows version ever, Windows XP? XP? Maybe. Uh, Maybe the best? I'm going to give 7 my favorite. I like 7. 7 was pretty darn good. 7 was like pretty seven. damn good. 7 was seven, 7 never let me down. I know some people that still refuse to use anything but 7. Right. Um, 7 was pretty good. XP, XP was riddled with security holes. <laughs> that thing was a mess. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen I liked it. XP because it allowed me to do so much under the hood. It yeah. was... And maybe that's probably the reason why I was so insecure. <laughs> yeah, that might be why. I messed around with Windows a lot and kind of caused a lot of problems for myself. But anyway, Brian, I'm going to play your clip now. Do you have any uh, year for me? What's the year here? Yeah, the year is uh, play the clip. Maybe I can remember what it was. All right, here it is. <laughs> oh, I remember. Okay. Something's familiar already. Oh, yeah. Like the year was 2006. Oh my gosh, I already know this. Uh, hold on. Nice off. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this is um. Oh, I don't know what number it would be though. This is the Hot Shots Golf Series, right? Interesting. Ho- Hot Shots? No. Interesting. Maybe. Interesting. Me interesting. Since 2006. Here. Made for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Wait, oh six for the NES? How is that possible? No, 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 for the Nintendo system. Oh. It was I, I did say it. You're right. I did say <laughs> so it. So wait, it was for the what game? For the GameCube? No, no, no. It was it was for the the Wii. Oh, the Wii. Oh, was that just Wii Sports? It was just Wii Sports. Oh, I was just lame. wanting to see if you could dissect it out of all that. No, I almost played 
the bowling, you would have had no problem. Yeah. Bowling, bowling was easy to, I mean, I could hear that now and know exactly what it was. Yeah. But the Everybody golf played one, the bowling. The golf one sounded like all those games then. I just want to give Everyone. a shout out, special shout out to Hot Shots Golf. That game was fan freaking tastic. The PlayStation 3 Agreed. version of, I guess, Hot Shots Golf 3 or 4, whatever it was. Man, right. I sunk my too many hours into that. I thing. sunk my putter right in that hole. <laughs> it was good, though. And you know what I miss? All the Mario Golfs. I would take a Mario oh, Golf yeah. game today. I've got a sw- switch. Look at this. This switch over here. Where is it? It's over there charging. I have a switch. That thing desires daily to have a Mario Golf game for it, an original one, and there isn't one. That is some horse shit. That is some horse horse poo. And why? What's the excuse? I mean, oh. only like everybody in the galaxy owns uh, a, a Switch now. I mean, it's not like you couldn't make some money. But I'm excited. Only a few more days. Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's. Oh, yeah. When is this? How soon is this? This when is uh, the 11th, which is what? This Friday? Is Thursday. It? Okay. Thursday. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty stoked about that, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love that. The 12th. I apologize. It's the 12th, not the 11th, but it. Friday. So I, I bought Friday. a Wii U. I bought a Wii U for that game. Yeah. And uh and played it and um Ocarina or sorry, uh Wind Waker the remake on there. Those are the two games. Oh no, Mario Kart as well. Those are the three games I ever had on the Wii U. Uh it's an amazing game. Plus there's that Bowser add-on thing, which is like I still DLC. I I still liked my Wii U. I know it got a lot of crap. I I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it, the it certainly, it it certainly didn't get a lot no of crap. Switch. It just didn't sell. <laughs> like nobody yeah, bought the damn yeah. thing. It, it was certainly no. It's certainly no switch. But it it would it was fine. It's kind of like my Dreamcast because my Dreamcast, it was I I liked it, but you just couldn't get the games on it like you could on other consoles. Well, it's because it, it didn't it didn't succeed like those other consoles. Exactly. I know. It made me sad. But in the early days of that. Uh, those early days of the of the Dreamcast, amazing, oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh man, hell of a thing, man. Hell of a uh, thing. All right, uh, well done. We've uh, we've accomplished that goal. Now this. Let's get right into an email here from a listener. This well, is let's from, dig into an email. Let's see who is this. Uh, oh, by the way, next week we're going to talk about a couple of games. Brian's going to finally talk about Little Nightmares Two, and uh, I'm going to talk about something I found today. Well, it was wish, oh. it's been wish list for a, wish listed for a while, but I finally picked it up today. Called Legend of Keepers. And we'll get into Ooh. those games next week, but I'm very excited about that game. Oh, I bought by the way. Yeah, Little Nightmares. Yeah. comes out Thursday. Oh, you, you don't have it yet. All right. No, no. So I'm going to play the crap out of this weekend. I'm going to complete it. Are you really? Whoa. Yeah. Squad goals. Yeah. Well done. All right. Squad goals. Uh, here's your email from Paul. It says, Hey, I was wondering if you guys know if you can even purchase CRT displays anymore these days. Signed, Paul. Well, Brian says, suck it. I say. Uh, <laughs> I, I was actually talking to you, Scott, because oh. you were in that field and you had not typed in anything yet. <laughs> and so I just wanted to let you know before you typed in anything yeah. to suck it. To suck it. Yeah. No, I appreciate the, I appreciate the, the yeah. reminder. Uh, so I did a little, a little hunting around and it is still possible to find CRTs used almost entirely. They have to be used. Uh, eBay, right. other sources like that. There's also some forums and discords where arcade enthusiasts uh, will trade around and you can find some stuff that way. But you're not going to find new ones. No one's making brand yeah. new CRTs. like 2010. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. So uh, you can get lucky here and there, but if you're trying to find something new, you're screwed. 
what I would say to do if you're really into the retro scene um, is try to find a used one. If you can't do it and you just have to have that realism, just do the best you can with the best rated LED that'll like simulate the edges and make it look phosphorus and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's, that's the, those are the keys we've been handed, folks. That's yeah, where we're at. Right. So. I, and, you know, and there's plenty of UCRTs out there, probably of varying quality. So it's going to be a tough time finding one that's going to fit your needs unless you just want the, you know, the fun of having a CRT. Uh, but my personal favorite out of the ones, because I looked on eBay as well, uh, I looked at several places. My personal favorite uh, for these is going to be these RCA Secure View 13 inch clear see through t- color TVs. Yeah. They are prison inmate televisions so that you couldn't hide anything in there, I suppose. Uh, so that interests me. Yeah. That These things are super ugly. I love them. They have such a. It has such an ugly look to them. Yeah, that's the fun. And hopefully one, right? they were all inside secure cages, so no one could touch them. I would definitely wash it. Well, it's still true now. <laughs> like, or it's true of right. all the old CRTs. You're not supposed to touch those things. You get shocked, man. Oh my god, you would have so much static. Have you ever imploded one? Oh, it's so much fun we when those things implode. Really bad. Um, oh, I we have. Used to, we used I have to, go ahead. I have two CRTs here at the house that I don't know if they work or not. Right. Maybe I could peel they one don't. out and sell it. They probably don't. They're so old. They don't. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's not true because CRTs last forever. They just, those uh, tubes just slowly fire slower and yeah. they just, you know, it takes a little longer for them to warm up and, you know, they, they have their things and they usually get dimmer and they get a little more blurry, but, you know, you might find one. I'm not saying that you, I'm not saying there's not some huge pallet of brand new, never been used CRTs out there. I'm, I am sure in a warehouse somewhere. There's a Somebody's forgotten CRT some, thing. yeah. It's happened. Yeah. I mean, when my dad died, we didn't know it, but he had a storage unit full of about 300 CRTs, brand new ones, in cabinets, right. ready to go. Here's a brand new inbox. We didn't Kiant's know. video CRT monochrome, baby. Monochrome. Monochrome. Monitor. Oh, 19, man. Nine inch. Yeah. New yeah. inbox. New inbox. Well, I'm not in the market, thank goodness. But hey, Paul, see, uh, look around, man. You'll find something. Uh, anyway, send us more emails. We love these emails. Boopshow at gmail.com. That's right. Boopshow at gmail.com. That's going to do it for today's show. Uh, we'll be back next week with more fine coverage of what the hell's going on. Also, next week is BlizzCon Line, which is uh, going to be interesting. Keep your eyes open for that because there's some stuff that I know about. I can't say. Uh, so watch for that. There's and, something uh, that I know that you don't. And guess what? I'm not. I'm not you. allowed to say, but uh, I'm very excited because it'll be a fun week if you're a Blizzard fan and uh, there'll be lots of coverage around the network for that. Uh, what else? Anyway, well, we'll be before all that because we'll be Tuesday. So yeah, check we'll it Tuesday. out. We'll yo. Be, we'll be Tuesday. Yeah. Ruby Tuesday. Um, all right. That's it. Mm. Brian, anything you'd like to add? To this discussion yeah, before we tune, go. Uh, if you're not following me on Twitch, uh-huh. my Twitch channel is twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. I play every Thursday. I play uh, Graveyard Keeper with one of our own community's own Kit London. Yeah, uh, And we are walking straight through that game with some DLC content. We've got the zombies now processing uh, some of our, our work. So it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Graveyard Keeper. Go. Stardew Valley type. Oh, I like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that game. I have that game. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a little more complicated, but pretty good. 
Uh, all right, check that out. Also, frogpants.com slash boop is our website. You can uh, email us, boopshow at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. Bye. And uh, like you said, follow him on Twitch, Brian Dunaway. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at frogpants. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for all of you. We'll see you next time. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. You want me to say the words? Sometimes I do. Almost do Elmo. <laughs>